0: You have to be very careful and pay very much attention in the business that we focus on in hiring the right contractor and be very meticulous.
1: Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to ask you, do you have a strategy right now where you are getting leads that come into your inbox while you're sleeping? Do you have a strategy where you are optimized with both Google AdWords and SEO search engine optimization? If not, then guess what? Today's your lucky day. We've got a free strategy session just for you, and it's with Dan Barrett. If you recognize his name, he was a guest on episode 565, and he is the only certified Google partner agency that works exclusively with real estate investors. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash strategy and get a free strategy session to learn with him how to implement an online strategy for your market in both SEO and Google AdWords. Go to adwordsnerds.com.au forward slash strategy. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is a show where we cut out the fluffy stuff and we're going to talk about the best advice that moves your real estate investing business forward. This is the world's longest running daily real estate podcast. We're going to be quick hitting today and we're going to be talking about fixing and flipping and wholesaling with Jason Gaston. How are you doing, Jason?
0: I'm doing well. How about you, Joe?
1: I'm doing really well, and welcome to the show. Jason's the owner of GT Property Pros, which is a real estate investing firm. He's done between wholesale and rehab deals, 75 deals in his career. He is the owner of Freedom Flipping Academy, which is an education program, and he is the author of Gorilla Marketing Mayhem. I love that name. He's based in Tampa, Florida. With that being said, Jason, you want to give the Best Ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Sure. In
0: the beginning, almost seven years ago, we started with wholesaling. First year, we did eight wholesale deals and two rehabs, and we just progressed from there, obviously. And uh, more lately, we're actually in the middle of four brand new construction deals also. So we have went from wholesaling to rehabbing, and in the, in the last 12 months or so, we started doing some new construction also.
1: Nice, what are the numbers on these new construction deals?
0: New construction deals. We're buying infilled lots, so we're not developing anything. We're buying lots in existing neighborhoods, and we're purchasing lots for on average between forty and sixty thousand dollars for the lot, and then it's costing about eighty dollars a square foot to build that. So we'll be all in with around a sixteen hundred square foot house around two hundred, and we're putting them on the market in the mid three hundreds, okay. For Tampa, that's a little bit of a higher-end market, but we're working in an area where new build is hot and new construction is selling for just over $200 a square foot.
1: Mm -hmm. With this new venture, where are you at in the process?
0: The first one is about done. So we haven't actually put a new construction on the market yet, but first of the four we're working on is about to be completed and on the market by the end of the month. We actually haven't completed a deal yet, but we're in the process.
1: Okay. Congratulations on getting it built. What are some things that you've learned along the way in this brand new venture of yours?
0: I would say what we've learned is our contractor that builds new construction is not necessarily the same contractor that builds a renovation project. We started with a contractor who had done renovation projects for us, but it turned out that the new construction was a little more than he could handle. So we have to make sure we find the right people and the right construction company to team up with to get them done. So probably the biggest thing I've learned is a lot of times with the renovation, you use handyman and not necessarily have to use a full-fledged GC. But on the new construction, you have to have someone who has some experience in that field to get it done correct, because you don't want to be the guinea pig and be the first one he's ever done. So that's something we've really learned as far as the new construction project.
1: What Questions would you ask the contractor now that you know what you know before going into the transaction with them? for new construction? Uh, what
0: I would do first of all, is I would ask them if they have ever been a general contractor on a new construction project, because obviously, if they've never done it, I don't want to be the first one, like I said. But also we have a, an application form that we have every contractor fill out, and we ask very detailed questions about their license, how many people are on their crew how many jobs they've completed. We just transform that a little bit for new construction and ask them more questions about how many new construction houses have you built from the ground up? What are the average square foot size that you're building? And obviously, can we see some of your recent work? So we just transition the questions to make sure that we have someone who is experienced in the field of building new construction. And we're building a little different too because we're buying lots in the historic area of Tampa. So in order for us to sell that house, we've got to build a house, a brand new house, but in the same style as a 1920s bungalow to get the full asking price that we're looking for. So we also have to ask him, is he have an experience, not just like a track builder, but he's also done some custom homes because each house is custom. It's not exactly, we use similar floor plans, but we change them up a little bit and they're, they are custom houses. So we have to ask questions about, can he handle a, a custom house build? Not necessarily they work in a subdivision where they went over just kind of like track homes, but have they worked in custom homes?
1: Mm-hmm. At what point did you realize that your rehab contractor wasn't going to cut it for the new construction?
0: At what point? We actually got to the point where the foundation was built, and whenever some of the trades came in to finish that, some of the foundation wasn't. We we're we we're building stick built houses, so the way they done the foundation wasn't correct for the next crew to come in on top of that after they did the, the piers, and actually the footing of the house was wrong. Probably somewhere around this point, I realized, because I didn't want to get too deep with someone, and I want to give a guy an opportunity, because he'd done a lot of work for us in the past, and he said he had some experience building, but after I realized a couple things were going wrong, and I realized that these are mistakes he's making, because he hasn't done this before, and he actually would tell me that it was kind of a learning process for him, I didn't want really to lose the relationship we had with him, but at the same time, when you realize something's not working on the contract, you're best changing as quickly as possible, because the further you get in, the worse it's going to get. So once we saw a couple mistakes like that, and he actually said, "I've never done it," so I realized we had to get with someone who was more experienced.
1: Mm-hmm. What type of experience did you apply from your fix and flip rehabbing days that directly correlated into new construction?
0: What I learned from the fix and flip to the new construction is it's naturally a longer process. In a renovation project, I'm used to being in and out and fixing the house, you know, in three to six weeks and out real fast. But in the transition, I'd already been through many scopes of work. What I learned in the past was I've always done scope of work where I give a contractor a scope of work down to the SKU number. So they know exactly, not only what to do, but exactly what product to buy. So there's no question in it. So when I went to new construction, we did the same thing. We went down to as detailed as possible. because the more detailed, the easier a project is for you and your contractor. And nothing's mixed up and nothing's missed. So you don't have to have a problem with too many change orders or things like that or changing what fixture what color and things like that we already had it predetermined and set up so we brought that in from what we had done in the renovation days we brought that same detail into the new construction to help us not miss anything to make sure everything was covered but it is a longer process so instead of being in and out of a rehab in six weeks and probably sold in three months it takes a good three to five months just to get approved to build because we're buying houses that we had to tear down then we had to get approval to build so The difference is the length of time. The rewards are good, but the length of time is different between the
1: two. And with longer length of time, you have more risk exposure, plus you've got more moving parts that are less defined with new construction. So how did you make the business decision to go from wholesaling and fix and flipping to new construction?
0: First of all, we still do wholesale and fix and flip, but it's kind of a funny story. I actually ended up in the new construction business. There was an REO, a bank owned property that was for sale. When I looked at it, it was for sale at a very good price for, it was Seminole Heights in Tampa, which is a historic area. So it was on the market for 35000 I wanted the property because I knew it was a good deal. So I just jumped the bid and we came in at $40,000, tried to get into it. And my agent calls me, well, we had a good register and says, you know, if you want to get this property, you're going to have to probably be over fifty. And I thought, man, I don't know if I want to be over fifty because I'm getting a profit slim, but anyway, there's a bunch of offers. So I ended up paying 55,000 for the house. And then I went back thinking I was going to renovate the house. I got in the whole bid war and and the agent telling me, so we ended up paying 55 there. But after I looked at the the numbers for the fix and flip, I realized I was only going to make maybe like 10 to 15,000. And for me, that's slim numbers. And if if I miss anything, anything goes wrong, then my profit could go really slim, really quick. So. Mm -hmm. I called another investor. He was a rehabber. He also done some new construction. I said, hey, why don't you come and take a look at this house and see what you <laughs> think? He got out of the car and said, um, tear it down. Start over. You make a lot more money. So I actually, on the advice of a fellow investor here in the Tampa area, I decided to tear it down and build a new house. But the reason I got into it is because I got all into buying a house and I actually paid more than I should have for it. So I had to get creative with the exit strategy and go a different direction. It it turns out that was a good move, but I kind of tripped into it, I guess you'd say.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a great story. You are coming across a challenge that you created, and then you came up with a solution that ended up being better than what you projected for the original business plan. Yes, definitely.
0: And after I saw the opportunity of that, I started seeing all these lots everywhere. So I could look, look at this and this one. So uh, mm. I, had, you know, for for a long I had some several ones. So
1: who'd you bring on board if anyone to help you in the process since it's new construction versus the fix and flip in the wholesale? We didn't
0: really bring any, on anybody new. We used the same process we have where we go by and take a look at properties. You know, like and somebody go by and inspect it, make sure work's been done, make sure everybody's busy. It really didn't change anything. All we changed was the product we were working with. But as far as our processes, it really didn't change. Just all the change, again, was the length of time for the project.
1: Based on your experience, what is your best real estate investing advice ever?
0: Best real estate advice ever, because I am in new construction and renovation, and I've had challenges with this over the years, is you have to be very careful and pay very much attention in the business that we focus on in hiring the right contractor and been very meticulous we have big application people fill out but i don't just take it at face value i actually research and find out about that person and sometimes we even do background checks if we feel it's warranted and check their license number to make sure it's up to date and active check their references take a look at something they've done because some of our biggest headaches over the past seven years have been dealing with contractors that either weren't as honest as they should be or weren't as experienced as we need them to be for the type of deal we were doing so very carefully choose contractors and in every, every every business be carefully choose who you're going to do business with if you're going to join venture with a financial partner or with another investment area just be careful who you're hiring and who you're doing business with to make sure it's going to be something that works out for everyone and it's not going to be, have something that has to be changed halfway and you have to maybe fire somebody or get out of a partnership. Be careful about who you choose to do business with, especially with contractors.
1: You mentioned you have a whole big application people fill out to be a contractor, but what's one specific thing a best-ever listener can do to make sure that they're doing business with the right person?
0: To make sure you're doing business with the right person, even to this day, sometimes I'll get someone that I have to fire or have to let go. You're not going to be perfect. But the best advice that I could give for listeners is to make sure whatever somebody tells you, investigate it and verify it. Don't take a contractor's word on face value. There's a lot of key points that we talk about. We make sure they have workman's comp. We make sure they have active insurance, a whole list of things. But whatever information you get from them in the application or when you're going through a process of partnering with someone or anything like that. Anything that you get from them, make sure you investigate it and make sure that they're being honest with you and giving you honest and true answers.
1: You ready for the best ever lightning round? I'm ready. All right. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. Is a hard money loan right for you? Paces Funding is a private hard money lender with the fastest closings in the industry. Now lending in Florida, discover the Paces Funding difference today at PacesFunding.com. That's dot com. Best ever book you've read? That's a hard question, but I'll say the email principle. Best ever deal you've done?
0: Probably the best deal. Not only not best deal, but the best, one of the best stories is we were working on a rehab deal, and a neighbor who was very impressed with the work we were doing gave us a referral to another property, and we put that property just from a referral, under contract for 30000 and we assigned our contract to another investor and cleared $30,000 in less than 30 days.
1: What's the best ever personal growth experience and what you learn from it?
0: Probably just general, uh, I'm kind think of thinking the best way to put it. Um, you're going to always hit challenges in life and life changes, business changes, your life changes, but whatever comes my way, I got to be prepared for it. So the best, best personal growth, in every business I've ever done, with, I've always had a coach. So probably the best decision for me for my personal growth is whatever new business venture I'm going into, is i find a mentor, even if I have to pay them, to help me to make sure I get it right. Probably that's the best personal growth thing that I've done is whatever I'm doing, I always have a mentor who has done it before me that I can apply and make it a smoother process for me.
1: What's the most you've ever paid one mentor and what was the return you got from it?
0: The most I ever paid a mentor was... and that was when I first started. So I give credit to my whole wholesale and rehab business to that mentor and that coach because he helped me through the first few deals and the the return, I, I can't count the return. I know we made the money back in three months from wholesaling, but really the return I've got from that, you can't even add it all up. I owe everything to mentors that have helped me through the years.
1: What's the best ever way you like to give back?
0: Well, to give back... Um, We like to do a lot of things and try to do things in the community. So whatever community we're working in, we like to give back and help in that community and do things to help them. Also, I'm a religious person, so I like to give back to my church and things like that. But we like to work directly in the communities that we're working in because, first of all, and just in revitalizing neighborhoods, that's giving back also. But more important than anything is just having the opportunity and the ability to be able, when an opportunity comes up, to be able to have the ability to take action and do something about it in the community where we work in.
1: What's the biggest mistake you've made so far in real estate?
0: Biggest mistake I made in real estate, <laughs> I know this goes back to what we were talking about, but uh, one of the, the second rehab project that I uh, did, we had a bad contractor. By the time it was done, I lost 25 grand on that deal. That's the only deal I ever lost money on. That was the biggest mistake because it was a big money mistake, and it was all about picking the wrong guy to do the job.
1: If you could go back and ask that person one question that you think would steer you in the other direction where you wouldn't hire him, what would that question be?
0: I didn't investigate him very well like I should because it was early on in the business, only the second deal we'd done, but I would have asked him to give me his license number because I didn't ask for it so I could check him out because in the end, um, the guy I got to hire claimed he was licensed, they gave me, he told me he's a contractor and I would ask for his license number but he actually was not a contractor. Mm. He actually ended up arrested for presenting himself as a contractor even though he wasn't. So I would have asked him his license number and verified it.
1: What's the best place the best ever listeners can reach you?
0: Best place you can if you search Jason Gaston on Facebook, you can get me there, but you can also go to one of my websites, flippingfreedom.com and there you can enter your email address and there's a case study of a wholesale deal where I made $25,000 in 14 days. And it just goes through a case study of the deal. So you can go to flippingfreedom.com in your email address and get that. And you can also look me up on search for Jason Gasson on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, you can find me in those places also.
1: Jason, really enjoyed our conversation uh, talking about how you've gone from primarily being focused on wholesaling and fixing flipping. You still are doing that, but now you're also evolving the business to do new construction how you came across that by overpaying for a property and then backing into (laughs) it. And now it looks like things are panning out. You still haven't sold it, but it's in the motion and should have it on the market next month, as well as talking about your challenges with contractors, how perhaps the rehab contractors are not the same contractors you should be having on new construction. That's an insight I think that will be helpful for some Best Ever listeners, as well as getting a license number for contractors and making sure that they have a license because you've learned personally that sometimes when they say they do, they actually don't. So thanks so much for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Joe. Is a hard money loan right for you? Paces Funding is a private hard money lender with the fastest closings in the industry. Now lending in Florida, discover the Paces Funding difference today at pacesfunding.com. That's P-A-C-E-S-F-U-N-D-I-N-G dot com.